just a great guy. He's been with us for a while. And uh, without further ado, I want to bring uh, Keith Greveldinger right on up here, buddy. Let's pray these guys in. Lord, as we come to you this morning, we just ask for your word to travel through Keith, Lord. Let everyone in this room hear, hear and absorb what he has to say. Lord, let his speaking just be something that reaches each and every one of us, Lord. And Lord, as you find each and every one of us, just allow us to have your spirit in us, Lord, and to guide each of us. And let us be a light into the world, just representing you, Lord. We are your soldiers, and we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you, Barry. I appreciate the opportunity here to follow in Rodney's footsteps from last week and just to kind of step up here and be a part of the Ironman group. This has been a group that's really inspired me and really sparked a passion inside of me. So I'm very excited to speak on the topic of passion as it is something very near and dear to my heart. So it's something that I like to delve into every day. Passion is something that drives me tremendously. And some of you may know me. Uh, I'm a very positive, enthusiastic, outgoing guy. But passion is something that, uh, that sparks that for me. And I haven't always been this way. I haven't always been that passion, outgoing guy. There's been some things that have sparked that in me, in my life. Ironman, for one. So I appreciate the opportunity. I've been coming to Ironman since it was actually in David Hill's clubhouse in the community that I live in before we came here to Four Rivers. So the men here have really inspired me and sparked a passion inside of me. So it's very apropos that I get the opportunity to speak to you about passion. It was great last week when Rodney kind of kicked us off about passion and it really hit me when he talked about how it's not about who we are or uh, who Rodney is or who, who we are but it's about whose we are you know that's something that we get to remember every single day uh, as an opportunity to spark that passion inside of us that if we keep God and God's word as our guiding light and we stay passionate about that 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 passion can spark so many more things in our life and it calls us then to to serve and and when you serve and help others and you lead by example, it's not so much about the words that you're saying or you know being involved in your church or here in Ironman. It's about being a shining example to others. And, and if you exude passion for God's word, first and foremost, everything else usually falls into place. And, and that's what I found out. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to talk to you about a few examples of people here that exude passion and that spark that passion inside of me and that get me fired up. And it's kind of, it's very contagious. Passion is contagious. But I also want to talk about a couple, a couple other examples of people that exude passion and what led me to kind of a breaking point and, and finding how God's word and passion for God's word is one of the most important aspects. But we're getting into shape and this book has been a great inspirational form for me. When I read it, it really like sparked additional passion for me. But first, you know, one of my favorite quotes that it, it has in here from the Bible's Colossians when it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart heart as working for the Lord, not for man. And let your heart beat for God. You know, live with passion for God's kingdom. That's really important, guys. Wherever you are, you can live with that passion for God's kingdom, God's word. And when you exude that passion, that's what leads people to, to you and then to the opportunity to speak God's word. And you can lead by example. And it doesn't have to be some intense preaching or anything. Or it, it, I've talked to all these guys in different Ironman groups and they serve and they, they lead other people, whether it be youth groups, the underprivileged, Addicted, 
divorced, people in, in need. They're serving different groups of people. But you can serve in, in your community just by being an example with your passion for God. Passion really spreads like wildfire. And little examples, I think this side of the room, you guys over here, you don't know the pains that this side of the room goes through with the sun coming down here about. In like the next 20 minutes, the sun just comes blazing in. And a couple guys over here, Joe has passion for it. Dave and Scott, they have a passion for always finding contraptions to block out that sun. You know, they're, they're thinking and they spend time and effort, but that passion is contagious and I appreciate it and I see it and I'm like, man, I, you know, I just kind of put, put, put my hand up. I, I'm only worried about myself. They're worried about the whole group and, and, and those little signs make a big difference. Another person that exuded passion that really just kind of struck me right between the eyes a few months back, our fearless leader Ryan over here was speaking and his passion for scripture and passion for God's word really hit me at a time when I needed it most because my, my oldest child, he's, he's in that defiant age. And he's, you don't know what you're talking about, Dad. Always yelling at me. And it's like, how can I be a leader in my community and inspire other people with my passion for God's word and my passion for life and people when I can't even inspire and lead my own children? I'm like, all this work I'm putting into, pouring into my children, and it's, it seems like it's for not. And then Ryan comes up there and he's speaking. And I'm frustrated at the time and, and I'm, I'm kind of hurting about it. I, I, I'm mad. And Ryan talks about how when he was young, his mom would passionately read scripture verses to him over the pancakes and bacon she made for him. And he would be like, mom, get out of my face. I just want to enjoy my pancakes in peace. And he was so frustrated and he was looking at his mom and his, and his, and his poor mom would still continue to read scripture to him. And it was like, holy cow, it paid off because now he uses that passion for scripture to inspire us here at Ironman. And he makes a difference in our lives. And then he also makes a difference in his ministry down in Pine Hills and throughout Orlando and all over. And it was just, sometimes you need little reminders like that. And his passion is developed from his mom's passion, who she may have not, she didn't even know at the time. I don't, I don't know if you actually said that to her, Ryan, or if you just gave her a dirty look, or you just thought it. You said it? All right. But she didn't stop. That makes me feel even better, because my son says that to me all the time. Like, Dad, leave me alone. So, so I appreciate that. But, but just sharing stories like that, of passion, that meant more to me than any Bible verse that he's, he's read, or any scripture that he's re read himself. It was that story. So you can be that example. It doesn't matter where you are, in your community, in your family, in your workplace. If you lead by example with your passion for God's word, then you can make a, a bigger impact than you've ever realized. I want to talk about, you know, passion. First of all, the definition of passion is a incredibly strong and barely controllable emotion. So that, that, that's dangerous right there. It's, it's like, a, like a fire. You know, it, it's great. It can provide warmth if you're standing by. If it gets out of control, it can be a little too much. So we have to be careful what we're passionate about and what we're not passionate about and, and really be mindful of that. But if, you, if you've ever been in love or uh, if you're married, if you have kids, if you're a sports fan, you know passion can make you do pretty crazy stuff. But it's good because uh, that's how God gets you to step out of your comfort zone sometimes. If you're married, you know you had to do crazy stuff stuff to get a wife to, to be able to convince your wife to marry you. And, and if you have kids, you know you have to do crazy stuff every day because it, it, your, your, your love for your kids is not usually reciprocated and you're doing it unconditionally. But passion is a very powerful tool when used correctly. Another great example, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask 
you guys to, to, to set aside your, your sports passion. I mean, nothing can, can turn a room full of really smart, bright, intelligent men into fools when they, let, when they start talking sports. It's all, man, we've all been there before, but I want you guys to set aside your sports fandom for a second and your, and your passion. This is a completely sports agnostic two minutes that I want to tell you about another person that really exuded passion that inspired me. And it was at a time in my life when I really needed leadership. I needed, I needed a spark. I was kind of frustrated and down. And that man was Tim Tebow. Now, Again, this isn't a Florida, if you're a Florida Gator fan, if you're not a Florida, this has nothing to do about sports. It's about Tim Tebow, the man. You, you all remember, you know, he's a man of faith, a man of God. And he, he once, I saw an interview and he said, if I'm remembered for what I did on the football field more than what I did for God's kingdom, then I'm a failure. And he really lived up to that. You know, he put spreading God's, his passion for God's word and passion for God's kingdom above his play on the football field. And it was never more evident than uh, in the 2009 National Football Championship, Florida Oklahoma. I don't know if you remember, he did a little thing. It's the biggest day of his life, biggest game of his life, but he was more concerned about spreading God's kingdom and God's word than his play in the field. Sure, he wanted to win really bad, but if you remember, he did a little thing. He, he wrote John 3.16 under his eyes, and it, it, it was such a big moment in our history because what happened over the next two hours has never been repeated. It's never been even come close. Over the next two hours, sure, all of us in this room, we know what John 3 316 means. We get it, but the rest of the world doesn't. That was being broadcast. That game was broadcast around the world. And over the next two hours, over 90 million people Googled John 3.16. 90 million people. That's the largest Googled moment in the history of mankind to this date where a collective of the world was led to God because of a simple thing. It was such, it had such a huge impact that the NCAA subsequently banned writing eye black under your eyes uh, after that game. But 90 million people were brought and read John 3.16, that quote, all because of one man's passion. He didn't didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. He just wrote a simple verse. But he used his moment. Now, we all don't have that platform where we're never probably going to be in an opportunity or a space to make that big of an impact. But the point is, you can do it in your community. You can do it in your workplace. You can do it in your house. You can do it with your neighbors. You can do it on the ball field if you're coaching kids. You can do it anywhere. If you just show a passion for God's word, a passion for life, and a passion to serve others, it it makes a huge impact. And sometimes when you're serving others and you're, you're wanting to help, you don't even realize the impact that you're making until the full story plays out. I mean, sometimes you have to step back and, and, and it may not be an instant impact, such as, as Ryan's mom. Wasn't an instant impact. It took him 15, 20 years. I don't know, before he, he finally finally was like, oh my God, I, I, I'm sure you, you, you've made it up with your mom and said, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. But just think about like last, last month, we celebrated Easter and Good Friday. I mean, can you imagine on Good Friday how the apostles felt after they exuded passion for Jesus, following Jesus and God's word for the last few years of their life? Life. They dedicated everything. And on Good Friday, they were probably all standing around like, what the heck is this? This is the worst day of our life. Like, wh- 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 what-, what just happened? But they had to step back and wait two days before the real glory came. And then all these years later, we call it Good Friday. But as I said, in that moment, they're probably like, F this Friday, what the heck? We, we, everything is gone. Like, uh, nothing happened. And so their faith was tested. One last story I want to share about how, how uh, my faith uh, was tested and it led 
me to this inspired life that I want to live with passion for God's word and inspire others. I was, I was reading a book, this guy right here. Some of you may have read, are familiar with Nick Vujicic. David Hill actually brought him in as a speaker, uh, not, not to Iron Man, but he's, he's worked with them. I was reading his book and I haven't always been this like faith-filled, inspired person. I was trying to find faith and I was reading this book and at the time I just had a newborn child and, my, and the doctor had called me and said, hey, I was in the middle of reading this book. The doctor calls me and says, hey, your child has a, a, a VSD. It's a hole in his heart. He's going to have to have open heart surgery. We got to rip open his, his breastplate and cut open his heart, pull it out, stitch it up, put it back in. And, you know, like that's a lot to take in for a, a father for the first time. I just wanted to go through all the struggles that all fathers do the first time, not sleeping, not being able to watch the football game on TV because you got to change diapers, something like that. And I'm like, why me? And I was so mad. I was so, I was so frustrated with God. I, in the Mills book, if I still open, I could show you later, but I ripped out a, the page I was reading. I spit in the book and I threw it in the garbage. And I'm like, Nick, you're full of BS. God, you're full of BS. I was so mad. And I'm standing there and, I'm, and th this book is staring at me in the garbage. And if, and if, if you're not familiar with Nick, you, can, you may be able to see it from this book cover, but he has no arms and no legs. And I'm looking at this book and I'm like, what the heck? How selfish of me? Who am I to be mad that, you know, I have a son, a gift that now he's gonna have a scar and maybe he won't live the, the exact normal life. Like how selfish of me? And it changed my life. I'm like, I have arms. I have legs. I have a wife. I have, I have, I, I breathe. I have the opportunity to really spread God's word here. And it was a seminal moment for me. And it really turned my life around because I just shifted my perspective and one of my favorite quotes from the Bible of all time and from in this book that Nick referenced and I just want to read it for you guys it's Consider it pure joy when we encounter obstacles or trials in life because testing of faith produces perseverance and perseverance creates strength. You know, we all face obstacles every day, but what if we face those obstacles as opportunities like the, the apostles did? Those obstacles that they thought on Good Friday, it, it was an opportunity. What if we faced all of our obstacles and flipped it around and saw them as opportunities to be inspired, to live with passion for God's word no matter the challenges we face, no matter the obstacles in front of us, and if we could be passionate about God's word in those obstacles. So sometimes those obstacles are the best way for you to show your passion for God and your passion for faith in God. Because if, if you just live the, uh, a happy-go-lucky life, there's really no opportunity for you to show that passion and love. So those obstacles are your opportunities when, when, when you're faced with those challenges. Then if you, if you still come forward with passion for God's word and passion for, for the Lord and passion for inspiring others, that's your opportunity to inspire everybody else. So that's that's really my story and what I wanted to share with you about passion. I just want to thank all my fellow Ironmen as you guys have inspired me and continue to inspire me to live a passion-filled life for God and God's Word. And, and uh, I want to thank everyone because it's, 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 it's been a long journey for me and I've learned a lot from everybody. So I hope you can glean one little uh, little glimpse from, from that, this story for yourself and turn over to Ryan and we'll kind of break out into our tables. Thank you so much, Keith. Table captains, we're going to hand the floor over to you guys. Spend the rest of the morning at our uh, at our table in discussion around the three questions that Keith sent out. So thank you again, Keith.